mm-hmm. when you work out, your heart rate goes up and down. When you do cardio, it stays up. Yeah. So keeping your cardio high for an extended period of time works better on stored fat while working mm-hmm. out uses glycogen for the pump. So when you work out, you want to deplete all of the glycogen that you have stored up during your lifting. Hi, my name is Cherie, and this is Life is Cherry. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Fitness Friday. Today, we're just going to have a fun chat about, um, well, I've had a few of you guys ask me what's been the hardest thing that I, or what's the biggest thing that I've learned so far on my journey in what I've done wrong and what I've had to change in my routine to be able to reach the goals that I am trying to reach. And I've had a lot of those. And so I just want to have this be a great conversation to hopefully give you guys information that you're looking for. So I have Coach Idris that is joining me and I'm going to play his intro. Coach Idris is a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer with 25 years experience. Idris specializes in women's fitness through NASM. He is a nutritional counselor, certified EMT, and LVN. He has worked helping hundreds of clients, from high school to professional athletes and housewives to CEOs of companies to achieve their weight loss and fitness goals. He is the former 2002 Mr. USA bodybuilding champion with 20 years of competition history, an Air Force military veteran where he served in Desert Storm as a combat medic. Hello, Coach Idris, how are you? Uh, How you doing? (laughs) Good. Good, good. You guys, we were just chatting. He just went to Florida and got to live it up last weekend. I'm super jealous. Even like the youngsters. <laughs> quite, like a, quite like an old rock star. <laughs> Not a rock star, but an old rock star. <laughs> hey, when you're an old rock star, you actually know how to live life, right? You do it right. Actually, I have one of my old clients, uh, Mickey Thomas from Jefferson Starship. He's uh, he's one of my old clients, and uh, he's, he's still he's still doing great still voice is still great he's like 70 how old is mickey now let me see he was 63 in and thir- in 2013 so what is that 10 years 62 72 and he's still killing it still killing it still traveling and doing it that's awesome I yeah like stuff like cool. That. A cool story about him is when i trained him he, you know when i moved out of san uh, out of uh, palm springs when I, he lives in palm springs when i was living out there i left i had a dinner you know, for a lot of my clients and friends when I was leaving to move to LA. And uh, he stood up and gave a toast. And in his toast, he goes, he says, you know, uh, Idris built my confidence. And I was like, you've been a rock star since like 1972. And he's like, yeah, but I wasn't confident. He said, and through our training and stuff, he goes, you built my confidence. And I was like, wow. So that just goes to show you that just because you see somebody in a place, everybody thinks everybody's so confident. Well, I wish I had their confidence. You don't know. You do not know how they feel about themselves. Yeah, it's crazy. I have people say stuff like that to me all the time because I'm real. I love people. I love meeting new people. So that comes easy to me. But we, you and I were kind of talking about and I'm a bit of an introvert. And so I 
I think that kind of plays into my confidence level too a little bit. And but through all this, I love just the fitness journey because it's really about the journey and figuring out how to love yourself and not just about the fitness. It's just the mindset thing that we've talked about a few times and changing the way that you feel about yourself because of the steps that you go through to get to that level. Well, that's kind of that's along the lines. I know you didn't mean to do a segue. It was an accidental segue. <laughs> Segue <laughs> into you know the mistakes that we make, people yeah. make with fitness, and and uh, so you you actually are a good example of some of it. Um, like the way the way his confidence, and this is what I do with everybody. I don't tell him I'm doing this, so maybe I shouldn't tell you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the 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 physical part and the eating is not that hard. All you got to do is do it. Yeah. Uh, the hard part is 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 having success and then believing in yourself that you can do it. So what happens with all my clients that do what I tell them to do, actually follow and listen, is they start to see success with what they're doing. And success breeds what? Confidence. Mm -hmm. When you fail all the time, when you're dieting and not doing, you're not seeing results, when you're working out and not seeing results, how can you be confident? You, you can't. Yeah. So um, once you start seeing success and you start seeing this is working, then you start believing in your process. Then you start believing in yourself. So yeah. it's, it's it just it's just a it's a snowball. It's yeah. a snowball. So that that's the that's what he was talking about, and that's kind of what you're going to experience. And if you're not starting to experience it already. Yeah. I mean, I, last week I posted the first picture of me from the gym. I'm not one that I usually do that. So my confidence le level is getting there, you know, and I told everybody, I'm all, that's the fourth time I've ever even worn like a sports bra and just leggings. Like I, I've just never had the confidence to do it, even though I don't feel like my body was in bad shape. It's just that not this about, whole process that, yeah. is changing. Yeah. yeah. It's about It's not about how bad or great your body is. It's about how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to have the greatest body to have confidence. You just got to like yourself to have confidence. Yeah. I, I tell you, I had a girl, Brenda. Uh, Brenda was awesome. She was had a baby and her and her girlfriend were working out together. Mm -hmm. And her girlfriend was thin. She was just thin, you know, kind of, she needed to put some muscle on where Brenda was trying to lean out. And Brenda was always fit. She was always in fitness, but she had a baby and she wanted to get it off. Yeah. So, but Brenda, they had different personalities and I train people by their personality. I don't train people just like some people you got to hold their hands. Some people you got to push. Some people you got to deny. Some people you got to cheer. You know, everybody's not the same. Yeah. I am, but I'm not the boot camp guy. I'm not the screamer. I'm not that guy. You know, someone <laughs> scream at me. I'm like, mm, I don't do that. <laughs> That's just too weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too big to be screaming at people. <laughs> We'll be like, Jesus Christ, he's crazy. <laughs> you might get taken to jail at that point. <laughs> I had a client tell me, a little off subject a little bit. That was a tangent. I was training this client and she was a waitress and she went to work and she was sore. Like her body was sore. And she was like, oh, I guess, you know, complaining about just, you know, when you're sore, everything just hurts. And she said one of her coworkers was like, why do you? Why are you so sore? What, what's wrong? She goes, I'm sore because my trainer he kicked my butt. He just um, he trained so hard. She's like, well, why do you do what he says? She goes, when a black, when a big black guy tells you to do it, you just do it. <laughs> exactly. 
That was funny. But Brenda, but Brenda, you know, she was losing weight. She was doing great. But her personality was one where I didn't want to give her compliments right away. Mm-hmm. I, I, I felt like, you know what, I'm not going to give her compliments. I'm just going to let her work until I had to, I, I, I looked on her friend. I was giving compliments all the time. Yeah. Her friend was somebody I could see bailing out real quick. Like as soon as the going gets hard, she would have been out. Yeah. <laughs> so I was always giving her compliments. And so one day Brenda comes in and I'm like, Brenda, you're looking good. You're looking real good. She was like, it's about goddamn time. <laughs> she was working for that compliment. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't even know it either. <laughs> this is part of my maturation, understanding people, you know, this is you know, 20 years ago. But she's like, it's about damn time. She goes, you're always complimenting her. You ain't saying nothing to me. I go, you know what? I go, you know why I didn't say nothing to you? She's like, why? I said, because your head would have got too big. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so she comes in one day, like weeks after, months after that, she was looking real good. And okay. you could tell because first she was wearing sweats. Then it went from sweats to baggy clothes. Then it went from baggy clothes to shorts. and t- She just kept getting left. So one day she comes in, I go, Brenda, you're going to come here naked one day. Be easy now. You need, you got to have clothes on in the gym. <laughs> and that's what you're talking about. So the yeah. more confident she got, the more she wants to, you know, show her stuff. Yeah. And I, and I loved it. I loved it. I like when people get like that. Because there's a lot of a lot of you women bash each other for showing your stuff. And I, I'm a promoter of that. Because if you if you're showing your stuff, that means you're proud of yourself. Exactly. And why should and why should I have a problem with someone else being showing that they're proud of themselves? I don't get that. Yeah, we my husband and I actually started a group probably in November. Not actually, he started the group and it was called Embrace the Suck. And it was a group that was just about those who are wanting to get in the best shapes of their life and being able to put it all out there so that we could help motivate each other and just be proud of each other. Because I think you kind of get afraid of posting a picture or posting anything about what you're doing fitness wise, because you have all these people, friends and family, even who aren't going to support you in it. And they're going to think bad things about you. And that stops you. Right. And I'm getting to the level now where I'm just, I don't care what people think about me because this is my journey. This is what I want for me, for my family, for the rest of my life. And I actually joined this bodybuilding group on Facebook. And I don't know how many times I've seen them tell people about how their families are not being supportive and how they're making fun of What did I tell you that your I was that was happy that your husband was involved in what you do? I always tell people with couples, especially, I'd rather train the whole both people together because mm-hmm. now they're both doing the same journey. When one person's doing it, one person's not. One person's bringing home pizza while the other one's trying to diet. One person's it's it's hard, and and I see it all the time. Coworkers, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Why are you working? Out? I had one girl told me she was like, my coworkers are like, you're old. You're supposed to be fat. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, only a woman would say that. <laughs> only a woman would say, it's okay to be fat. You're old. I'm like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> I can't believe you told somebody that. And I can't believe you actually believe that. <laughs> That's she, so crazy. And when she lost the weight, it was, oh, what are you doing? What are you eating? And I told her, I said, no, it's going to turn from hate to, to can you help me? And it, it always does. 
And yeah. she was like, yeah, now they want me to help her. I said, don't help them now. Don't help them, little skinny <laughs> heathens. Don't help those little heathens. I said, make them pay. I said, you're paying me, make them pay me. <laughs> don't give them free advice now. They didn't like you. They were hating on you 10 minutes ago. So exactly. That's normal. That's that's not that's normal. Yeah. I actually finally had to have a talk with my kids because they've been watching me do this whole process. And I am eating my salads at night instead of regular dinner with them. And I still try to cook a pretty healthy dinner for them, you know, but kids don't want to eat salad for dinner every night, you know? Mm -hmm. So they, there was one night that we had pizza and my girls were walking around like right up into my face, like with a slice of pizza. And they're just like letting the cheese, like hang down their face and everything. And I'm like, guys, I will, I just want you guys to know that this is something that really is important to me. And it's a goal that I'm trying to reach. I know you guys like to make fun of me and have these jokes. Yeah, you actually think this is funny and it's not. But it's something real for me and I would appreciate your support. And ever people, since that. People, because people don't, they don't think, I don't know why people take it personal when someone else is trying to do something. It, yeah. And here's, here's the, here's, this is the remarkable thing. No one would do that with alcohol. No one would do that with drugs. No one would do that with cigarettes. So why are you doing it with food? Exactly. Nobody would sit there and go, ooh, don't you wish, ooh, right? They wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. That's true. But with food, for some reason, food is this thing that if you're not, I've had clients say, you know, they got to stop, they get stopped and um, people will stop inviting them to their dinners because they don't eat the, what the food that, I'm like, then don't go. I, I, I don't mind shrinking my crowd, okay? I, I have a very small circle because my circle is either going to be good for me or then that's not going to be in my circle. Yeah. I have a circle of three if that's what I got to have, <laughs> you know? You got to have people who are going to lift you up and you can lift up with you. And when you have people tearing you down all the time and not supportive. And I mean, now it's, I am lucky that my husband wants to be on this journey with me because he's been eating salads with me this whole time and it's made it easier. And we both feel healthier for it. So I always say, was he going to lose weight, get, get get a six pack from it? Oh, that would suck. Um, <laughs> right. oh, yeah. I'm like, well, my stomach is flat. I got a six pack. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing that's going to happen. <laughs> we need to make a commercial, like one of those info commercials about drugs, you know, and it would be all the side effects or like a six pack, bulging muscles. You know, I used to listen to those late at night after like a late night movie. And I used to laugh at like one of them was all, said something about you may bleed to death. And I'm thinking, why would you want the chance of possibly bleeding to death? By, you must be in a lot of pain for you to be like, hmm, bleeding to death is a good option. It could, you know, I don't mind well, that. I've had, you know, I was shooting a film once and we had a meeting, we had this you know, table and we were having lunch. I think we were having lunch or we were doing a table read. I can't remember. But one of the women, uh, the producer, the, the director was asking me some questions and he was like, yeah, Dries, you know, I need to talk to you a little bit about, you know, fitness and, you know, I need to get in shape. And this woman, and it's so funny when people feel guilty about their lives, you don't even have to be talking to them. They just, they just, they just jump into the conversation because you can tell it's making them feel a certain way. Yeah. I always, my, my, a friend of mine used to call it, you know, if the, if the, if the slipper fits Cinderella, if the slipper fits. <laughs> You could be saying, yeah, don't you hate when people blah, 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 the person over here. That's not true. Oh, what? I didn't know I was talking to you. <laughs> oh, my bad. I didn't know I was talking about you. Yes. 
so he asked about that and she goes and she starts talking about sacrifice, you know, and she says, I don't want to sacrifice, you know, and, and I heard, I've, and when you do this for as long as I have, you hear every excuse and you have to have answers for me. That's why I have an answer for everything. Cause you have to, you have to get legitimate answers that are irrefutable. Yeah. Cause a lot of my answers before people would have another, another response to it. And I was like, okay, I got to have responses that are irrefutable, that they just got to stop in their tracks. Yeah. So, so when people say sacrifice, I'm like, what are you sacrificing by eating healthy? You're sacrificing cardiovascular disease. You're sacrificing diabetes. You're sacrificing obesity. That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> You're what? sacrificing all the diseases that you don't want to have. By eating those foods, how is that? You're, you're, you're sacrificing your health when you eat those foods. Yeah. And when you don't eat those foods, nothing bad. I've never had a person complain about losing 20 pounds. I've never had a person go, Adrice, I never wanted to look this good. I am so pissed right now. I've never had that. <laughs> this sucks. I did not mean to fit into this size four like this. <laughs> It's, it's so it's so funny when people find find reasons to come up they find excuses that they own but what they also do is most people do that most people join up and they say yeah you're right that's the way you're right you're right and then I come along along going no nah, not really now I'm the oddball mm -hmm. you know it's like that with everything you know that's why I always tell gang mentality is not good. You know, yeah. gangs, gangs all get together and agree to do something. And at the end of the day, it's like, you're going to really rob a bank? That's really not a good idea. <laughs> you know, so when, when everybody, I tell everybody, when everybody agrees, I, I back out and go, okay, what am I doing here? Because everybody's agreeing to this. And most, most of the time, there's one leader and a bunch of followers. Yeah. You know, and I can go, we can go into history with Jim Jones and all of we can, you know, 900 and something people decide to kill themselves, right? So, yeah, yeah. So we can go until you show you how gang mentality is pretty crazy. So when people, when everybody's agreeing with you, you might want to step back and go, am I really making the right decision? <laughs> <laughs> Too many people think this is a good decision, you know? <laughs> well, I think that some of the cool or the great feedback that I've been getting, I've been getting a lot of questions and, and I think they kind of play into what our subject is about today. And I have a lot of people asking me, you know, what it is that I've learned that was different than what I had been doing before. And I have a lot of those actually. And I kind of want to play into it in a way that I've had comments to me from other people. One being, Okay, wait, I got a message from Chris. Hey, let's bring that up. I love Chris. She's awesome. Okay, one excuse I heard from a lady or not want for not wanting to lose weight was that her wrinkles would show more if she was thin. Yeah. Ooh. You and know, and, it's, like and, it's, and there's also, you know, a lot of people don't, they think of weight loss, they don't think of fat loss. And yeah, when you have a thin, like you have a thin face, you have a narrow face. So there is a point where you will start to look drawn. You will start to look drawn. So, but you can always fix that with eating some potatoes, eating a carb, eating a slice of pizza. You can actually fill your face out overnight. 
It don't take. It takes forever to get to get down, but it don't take long to go back up. So next time I eat a piece of pizza, I'm gonna be like, Drew, I had I was looking too thin in my face, so I had a pizza. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, I see. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, did you have some pizza? Because <laughs> I know I notice every change on clients. Like they don't realize. Like they're like, how did you tell? I'm like, when I see a difference, either I feel either I'm like good or I'm like, hmm. You know, I don't. I may, I may not know what it is, but I know that's how I feel when I see you. Yeah. So I can tell when a person's losing weight the wrong way. And normally, when it comes to that, it's because you're losing it the wrong way. You're losing it too fast, or you just. I'm sorry, but some people just have drier skin. They wrinkle a little easier. Mm-hmm. You know. But uh, you know, but we're talking. You know, really small. We're not talking. I'm fifth, forty pounds overweight. Don't worry about that. If you're 10 pounds over what you think, and also uh, I hate the word overweight, um, where you look your best should all is whatever weight that is. Yeah. Whatever weight that is. Uh, you don't have to lose weight. Like my ideal weight, according to the books, is 175, 180 pounds. Wow. <laughs> I would look so sick if I was 100. I'm, that's basically 100 pounds I'd have to lose. That's crazy. Yeah, and I don't think I'd look. I don't think I'd look. <laughs> you look skinny, skinny. <laughs> oh my god! You'll be like this. Oh, poor Dries. He's dying. <laughs> He's dying. <laughs> That's when I'd be like ordering pizzas and sending them to oh, your. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd just be getting. I'd be the doorbell ringing, DoorDash, <laughs> Uber Eats, DoorDash. They all at the front door. Feed him. Yeah, that but that's what the book says, you know, because it doesn't account yeah. for body fat, doesn't account for lifting, doesn't account for none mm-hmm. of that stuff. So don't get caught up, guys. Don't get caught up in a, the scale and what the scale does. Look in the mirror, get down to where you like where you are. You know, um, if you want to get your inches down to a size, whatever, whatever size you were at full grown at when you were 20 years old, 19, 20, that's pretty much the same size you're always going to be. You could put weight on top of it. But your bones, that's where your bones are. Yeah. Your skeleton ain't growing. As soon as you stop growing skeleton-wise, that's it. Yeah. And you know that's what? It. That actually kind of plays into one of the topics that one of my friends talked to me about a few weeks ago. And that was her just saying, you know, I'm afraid to lift weights because she thinks that when she lifts weights, she's going to become this competition fit body. Right. I think that's a huge misconception for women and why they believe that. I heard that so many times. I wish it was that easy. Oh my God. (laughs) I got to tell people, if I showed you the video of how I got where I got, you would be exhausted just watching the video. You would be like, you know what? I ain't doing none of that. All the eating that you have to do and we're talking overeating because you can't get muscular without overeating. Lifting weights don't make you muscular. I don't know why people don't understand. When you're lifting weights, you're expending energy. You're burning calories. Burning calories, everyone knows, equates to weight loss. So when you're That's in a gym crazy. lifting. I didn't know that, actually. This is That was never something that I knew. And I think that's what people have a hard time with, right, is they never learned that building muscle is actually going to help you, your metabolism, and help you to actually do better. But, but, no, but the lifting part, let's just talk about the lifting part, because the, the misunderstanding is with the lifting. Okay. If I lift weights, I'm going to build big muscle. 
No, you can't. It's it's biologically and physically impossible to get bigger by expending energy. Because when you lift weights, you expend energy. Yeah. Right? When you work out, you don't come out of there feeling fresh. You come out of there feeling drained. So when you're in there, the whole process is tear down. You're tearing down muscle. Yeah. Muscle doesn't get bigger without food. Muscle doesn't get bigger without food. Did you hear that, you guys? You have to eat a lot of food, a lot of the right food. A lot of food. Feel that. To, yeah. to get because you're getting, you're never, you're getting bigger. Things are larger. Your muscle is larger. So if your muscle is larger, you don't get larger because you're lifting because you're tearing the muscle down in the gym. When you go home, that's when it all matters. So a lot of women, and I guarantee you somebody right now is saying this because I've heard it before. And if you're out there, say something. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be like, they're going to be like, damn, how do you know? Um, <laughs> I did lift weights and I got bigger because you were eating more because you got hungrier. Yeah. Because people get hungry when you lift weights. Aren't you hungrier now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you're hungrier, what does that mean? Your metabolism is higher. Yeah. Okay. Your metabolism is higher means what? You're burning calories more efficiently. Burning calories makes you do what? Lose weight. But you're not going to lose weight if you're overeating or eating the wrong foods. Yeah, so that was... That was actually really huge for me when I was doing CrossFit because my sister and I got really big into CrossFit, but and our muscles were getting bigger, but we were also just getting bigger everywhere else. Also, is that how and, you were eating? Hey, that was a huge part of it that we just you eating, you eating salads and fish, you wouldn't have got bigger because yeah. salads and fish can't. The reason that those foods work, the foods that I have you eating, the reason they work is because they don't put on muscle mass. They, they make the muscle you have. We're only eating enough protein to support the muscle you want. Yeah. So if a person's like, when I was trying to get bigger, I ate double my body weight in protein. That's why I ate three pounds of chicken every day. Because wow. I had to eat 300 to 350 grams of protein a day because I was trying to build big muscle. When you contest prep, you pull all of that out and then you lose weight but you're still lifting the same way. So when, when bodybuilders are losing uh, 30 pounds to get on stage, our training never changes. Isn't that we're crazy, still, you guys? That is crazy. That's like such a huge love. We're lifting the same way. The only thing that changes is we can't lift as heavy because we lose weight. So let's say you, you, know, you can do 400 pound bench when you're, when I was, you know, my biggest, I'd be 285, I can bench 500. But when I got down to 240, 250, and 255, I couldn't lift that weight no more. But I still lifted as heavy as I could. Yeah. Because if you don't, that muscle that you built is going to go away because the muscle's like, well, I'm going to be this large because of the food that you're the food that you're giving me and the way you're training. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lose the same way. So once you start pulling those calories out, pulling those carbs out, pulling those that glucose out. I can't build like that anymore. Now we're just trying to hang on to the muscle. So when we start our pre-contest, our goal is to not lose what we built in the off-season when we were trying to grow. It's yeah. trying to maintain and hold on to it. So tell me, I'll ask you a question and we can go from there. What did you learn about, like we did, we did some pulses and stuff, right? Yeah. The intensity. What did you learn about the different types of intensity that, that I taught you? 
I have been sharing that with everybody because I think it's something that I've missed completely in so many workouts. And I definitely got a whole lot more sore with all of my workouts. I started incorporating it with all of my workouts. And Everything. I was on, yeah, I just did my new booty workout that, I, that I've been doing and I did the pulses. Oh, hell guys, that was intense. I was feeling it and I wanted to cry while I was doing it. But And what's the difference? I know, I know what it is, but I'm, I'm going to see if you can explain it. There's a difference on how you feel after the workout when you train this way. What's the difference that you feel? Um, as far, I definitely as far as muscular or skeletal? Because some people notice their muscles hurt and not their bones and not their joints. They yeah. feel the muscle more. So I definitely feel a pump in my muscles, but I don't really necessarily feel sore anywhere till the next day. Then the next day, all of a sudden my muscles are on fire and I want like during the workout though, I definitely feel a more pumped feeling by doing it that yes, way. Yes. And, and, and do you notice that you're more depleted at the end of the workout? Yeah. Like you feel, it's called being flat. Your muscles are flat. What happens is when you eat, when you go into a workout, okay, I don't think we talk about this. When you lift weights, you have to lift weights with food in your body. Okay, a lot of people like to lift on an empty stomach. Not a good idea. Because the muscles need glycogen to pump. To get a pump, you need glycogen stored in the muscle. When you work out, you deplete the muscle of glycogen. When you do cardio, on the other hand, you don't want any glycogen. You want stored body fat to be utilized. So when you work out, if you work out on an empty stomach, your body's using stored fat, but the stored fat can't be utilized properly because stored fat can't get used at low heart rate. It has to be a higher heart rate. And mm -hmm. when you work out, your heart rate goes up and down. When you do cardio, it stays up. Yeah. So keeping your cardio high for an extended period of time works better on stored fat while working mm -hmm. out uses glycogen for the pump. So That's when you cool. work out, you want to deplete all of the glycogen that you have stored up during your lifting. Yeah. So that's why you feel more depleted because what those pulses are doing, it's just a, you know, a form of, of increasing the intensity. Yeah. Let's say your body has, you know, I'll just say this much energy in it. You want it gone before you finish that, that exercise. You want it all gone. So you want to, you want to leave one machine to the next one going, okay, I'm done with that. And then you yeah. do it again. And then you do it again. Every time you finish a, a group of exercises, you should feel like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to move on. If you still feel like you have something to give, you ain't ready to move on. I love that. That's how you, that's how you make improvements. Because yeah. the biggest, we're talking about mistakes people make, is they don't train hard enough. They think they are. I did. When I, I used to train pretty heavy, pretty hard, until I met somebody that taught me this. And I was mm -hmm. like, whoa, that's, that was a whole other level for me. And I was winning. I was already doing great in bodybuilding. I hadn't won one. I would do well, but I never won until I learned this. Then yeah. I, started, I started winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After I did my booty workout, like all week, I was like, I couldn't even sit on one side or the other. I was like, I need a donut. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to lay. <laughs> I totally, even in the car when we had to drive places, I just had to keep rotating and I'm like, oh, this is, this is hurt so good though. Let me ask you this. What did you notice about any changes that you noticed about the, the form when we talked about changing your form, posture? Yeah, I definitely, um, one of the things you were saying was being able to make sure that you focus on that muscle group 
whatever it is you're doing so that you can really make sure you're feeling it there and you have the right posture and everything so that you can feel it in the right place. And I think that's made a huge difference because I think there were a lot of workouts I was doing where I was not working the muscle I thought I was working because of the way my posture was, the way that I wasn't focusing in on those muscles and even holding things tight, even when I'm working a different muscle, making sure my core is tight, like huge. So I've been really trying to focus on my muscle groups and which ones I'm supposed to feel the burn in instead of just whatever I get from it. Right. And that's a, that's another mistake a lot of people make is I've had people in the past, they'll they'll say, you know, that guy's go, Idris, you know, I can't get my biceps. I'm working my biceps, but they won't grow. And I'm like, let me watch you. And you know, lifting and they're doing this. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I bet your lower back is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. How'd you know? I'm like, that's the only thing you're working right now. So a lot of people don't realize that they're using momentum. Um, they're not folk. They don't actually, remember I told you, think about the muscle, actually think about the muscle. Yeah. Like if you're supposed to feel it here, every single rep, you should feel it here. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I would train, when I train people, a lot of them go, I never, I think you might've realized, I never thought so much. Like I didn't know I was supposed to be thinking about all of this yeah. stuff. I'm like, yeah. That's why when people say, I don't like the music in the gym, I'm like, how do you even hear the music in the gym? <laughs> like this is back in the day before everybody was wearing headphones. Yeah. I'm like I don't even hear the music. Like I'm thinking about my chest up, shoulders back, abs tight. Am I feeling it here? Did I feel that rep? Where's my elbows? Am I feeling it? You know? I'm thinking about all this stuff as I'm doing my set. Did that rep, was that rep harder than the last rep? Because every rep, it should get harder, not easier. Yeah. I'll have people lifting, right? And they'll go, I go, they'll go eight, nine, 10, and then I'll be like 11, 12. I'm like, where'd that come from? You barely got 10. And then all of a sudden, this burst of energy came. Where did that come from? You t- you had to change something for you to do that. Mm-hmm. Something had to change because you were just about done. Yeah. You see what I mean? So when you you find all of a sudden, you can get a burst of energy when the set is done, when you're resting, but how can you get a burst of energy in the middle of the set? Yeah. You can't can't. because every rep is depleting. What happens when you lift weights is you lose. uh, The reason that they say breathing is so important is because oxygen is what gives the muscle strength. Oxygen. So when you lift, every time you do a rep, you're depleting that muscle of oxygen. Towards the end of the set, there's hardly any left. That's yeah. why when you do a set and you want to get extras, I'll tell people, okay, push out, hold, and breathe. Breathe again. Now get one. Boom. Stop. Breathe again. Now get one. Boom. If they was to keep going, they would run out of. They would just run out of oxygen. Yeah. So the more depleted the muscle is, the more fatigued the muscle becomes. So that's why the rest in between is important. And that's why the rest on the days off are important. Yeah. And the food is important because the food, the food and the rest are both about recuperation, not just the sleep, not just the food. Together, they create recovery. Yeah. That's why the food is so important because you're not going to recover from these workouts. And when you work out for real, like what you're doing now, when you're really putting the work in, you mm-hmm. have to recover from it for you to have progress and have and, and be successful. Yeah. And I think we kind of going back to what you're talking about with the cardio earlier, one of the things that people I think don't understand, and we've kind of hit on it a little bit here and there, is a lot of people will do cardio thinking that 
it will help them have more muscle tone. And, and you were, you have a video, it's called like, what is it? Cardio Queens or something like that. I mean, everybody needs to go to his page and watch that. I mean, it, it is amazing. But do you want to touch on that and what the misconceptions there are there? Yeah. Cardio is, is what we use in bodybuilding as the last resort to get rid of body fat. Okay. We use diet and training first. And then as you get closer to the contest, because we're getting body fat down to low to ridiculous numbers. So, but we still understand why we're doing it. Cardio eats up muscle. <laughs> okay. It doesn't spare muscle. And muscle is what creates a metabolism. That's why a lot of women who all they do is cardio and they do yoga. Not that anything is bad, but you're not going to get the results you're looking for doing that. You're not going to have a toned body if you don't have muscle because muscle creates tone. You don't shape body fat. You shape muscle. Body fat just goes away and comes back, but there's no shape to it. Like if you took body fat and put it on the table, it would just, you know, if you put a muscle on the table, it will sit there. So when you're doing all this cardio and you're not lifting weights to, to complement it, to keep the muscle, you're chipping away at your, at your muscle. And most people do too much or too hard because only 60% of your max burns body fat. Once you start going up to 80, you're burning muscle. Okay, that's why athletes, runners, baseball players, all these, that's why they have an off season because during a season they beat up their muscle. And then in the off season, they recover when they get to rest. Okay. So all that cardiovascular, the basketball players do all of that. But by the, by the time, that's why, you know, somebody like LeBron James, he has been playing, like this is the first year, I think he didn't make the playoffs, the second year. He's playing to the end of the season almost every single year for 20 years. Wow. So he, that's why Kobe and Michael Jordan, all of them just, at his age, they all fell apart. But he is in an era where there's way more technology, cryotherapy, cupping. There's so many more techniques to keep an athlete going now than in the past. So he's using, you know, I think LeBron James spends a million dollars to $2 million a year just on his body and recovering from workouts and eating and stuff because wow. it's, it's that huge. It's that important. So for people like us, you know, just want to be in shape, it still applies. Yeah. I was telling people, I was telling people, why do you, I said, do you think that what I did is any different than what you have to do? The only difference between you and me is I took it all the way to a professional level. You got to do the same thing. You're just not going to go that far. Yeah. You're going to just take it to where you're happy, but it's the same process. You know, like muscle, muscle builds for a certain reason. Fat goes away for a certain reason. Carbs work on you this way. Protein works on you this way. You know, fat's working on you. This, like, the, oh, that's still the same. All oh, that's still the same. And that's the hard part is it's not easy. Like yeah. people really, I go, if it was easy, everybody would look great. Every single person in that you see in the gym, you'd be like, damn, everybody looks good, man. Everybody doesn't look great in the gym because it's really that difficult. Yeah. It's really that difficult. Uh, yeah. And then I think for me, when I have done tons of cardio is I thought, okay, I got to do all this cardio so that I can lean down and see that muscle tone. Right. But that's like one of the big things that I learned from you is just the fact that me leaning down, I don't, I don't have big enough muscles that I lean out down enough to be able to see. And then if I'm going to do cardio enough to where it's going to take away from my muscle, I'm actually doing the opposite of what I want. You haven't even told you to do cardio. Yeah. I mean, tell you the, your body type, 
you can't do cardio yet. Like I had a girl, Kelly, and I'll, I'll put Kelly's video out and I'll, I'll tag you on it. Anybody else wants to. Kelly was one of these skinny fat people where she was always thin, always. I've known her for years. And then one day I was living in Palm Springs when I knew her. And then out here, she I put a video up on visceral fat and she saw it and she was like, Patrice, can we talk? You know, I've been training for years and I'm trying to get lean and I just get softer and softer. I'm doing, I said, yeah, because all you're doing is cardio and dieting. I said, you're not doing any, I said, you're lifting, but you're not lifting with purpose. Yeah. And you're, and you're not eating enough. So I put her on that. I think I told you I had her eating way more food than she ever thought she could eat. She could barely get the food in. And all she did was get leaner and, and harder and more toned. And we just, like a balloon, a balloon that's flat. I just pumped the muscle up with food and training. I changed the way she trained and I changed the way she ate. And I put food in so that her muscles would pump up. And then what happened was is that space between the skin and the muscle got smaller and smaller and smaller. So now we had a, before when she had an arm this big, only you know this much of it was muscle. Now her arm was the same size, but this much of it was muscle. Wow. <laughs> and that's what we're doing with you. Your, yeah. size, your size isn't going to change. It's just underneath is going to change. Yeah. And I actually have noticed that a lot lately. Like I've been doing like the pinch test that we talked about, you know, and pinching less and less. Yeah. It's so crazy. It gets exciting. Actually, that's because I don't see really what I look like in 3D every day, all day. Right. So we can, we can see it better than you can. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. see yourself every single day and you're like looking for change. You're like, oh. <laughs> totally. I, I constantly am like looking for it. And even though like, I feel like I'm looking better, I just can't, my brain can't wrap my head around the fact that what I'm doing is actually causing this. Right. Right. So that pinch test, I mean, even when I went to the gym, even this last time I was looking at my skin in, in my stomach when I was doing some workouts. Don't see some and, veins in there? Well, yeah, so I have, you can start to see some of my muscles, but the crazy thing to me was that my skin was wrinkling in a different way because of how much my fat has shrunk down in my stomach. And I've never had that happen to me before. Because fat, fat cells hold water. And when they shrink, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a weird process. And it's kind of, kind of gross a little bit, <laughs> but when you, when your fat cells shrink, the skin takes a minute to shrink with it. Yeah. So you have this moment where you have this loose kind of skin that you can kind of grab and yeah, you know, and it's kind of weird. It's like, Ugh! but it's because because the water is still there and, and that water has to get released. So okay. like when you when you compete in bodybuilding, it's really weird because you'll you'll be down thirty pounds and your skin will just hang over your your belt buckle, like yeah. hang over my band or my underwear. Like uh -huh. my, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but, I, but when I felt it, I could feel the fat cells in, in between my fingers and the skin. Like, you're not going to get that low. Yeah. But when you get down to the like, yeah, when you, but when you get down to five and four, you can actually feel fat cells. Wow. You rub them together between your fingers under the really? skin. That is gross. Yeah, it's pretty weird. And then, you, then two weeks later, when you start eating again, gone. You know? <laughs> I, Nice and thick again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the crazy part because I have never had that happen to me before. And so I, I have noticed that and I'm just like, that is such a big change. But I think that that all kind of plays into, no, I think it all just kind of plays into exactly what I'm doing. And I'm actually building the muscle and feeding the muscle instead of just 
tearing away from it and taking away from it. And I'm glad you're noticing these things because this is what, uh, you know, I, I, I'm always asking my clients, are you feeling this? Are you feeling that? Do you notice that you're hotter now? Do you notice that nighttime is hotter under the covers? You, you, know, you end up putting the ceiling fan on, kicking the sheet off, sticking a leg out the, out the sheet. Well, my um, husband has my house as an icebox, so I still freeze that. <laughs> He's freezing you out anyway. Um, how about how about do you notice that you're hungrier? Yeah, I yesterday I was I felt like I was starving all day long actually, and that's the first time I've ever had that. So that was crazy. And my husband's like, "Oh, so Coach Adrice is right, telling you that this is going to happen, right?" <laughs> and I'm like. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a few people right now going through that. They're like, I am hungry all the time. And I'm like, eat. eat. That's what when people talk about they love to eat, right? I love food. I love to eat. I'm like, good. Because you're going to be eating a whole lot of food, but not the food you think you're going to be eating. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's another misconception that people have, right? Is I Sorry, actually- I think you're starving yourself. Yeah, I eat way more than I did before and I'm losing weight. And then every time I weigh myself in the morning, I'm thinking, I don't know how this is possible because I just ate like way more food yesterday. I ate like six meals yesterday. Right. Yeah. Like, I tell you, Kelly was like, how can I eat all this food and not gain weight? You know, I had her eating a lot of food and she she couldn't even eat it all the first three or four days. She couldn't even eat it all. She was just like, I, she got, I gave her five meals. She only ate three. And then finally she got to five meals and her weight never changed. She stayed the same weight for 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. And all she did was get tighter and firmer and firmer and firmer. All we did was just build up muscle. And, and that, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. That's not, that's, you know, without tooting my own horn, that's, that's no nutrition. That's not something it's easy to figure out. Like yeah. you're going to witness it because I'm helping you. But yeah. that's something that you learn over time of making mistakes and doing it. You know, I've been doing this for so long. And I did it on myself for so long. So that's 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 not easy to do. Um, it, it's hard to figure out which carbs to use, how much to use, how much protein. Like when you see a person, like when I look at you, I'm like, okay, I'm seeing, I don't see any muscle tone. So, but I see, like, but I tell you from day one, if I just took the fat off you, you'd be so skinny, you'd be miserable. You'd, you'd, hate, you'd hate it. So I haven't tried to take any fat off you. What I'm doing is building muscle and letting that muscle take the fat off you just by natural occurrence. And yeah. when you eat the right way and you train the right way, the bus, the body's going to take that fat anyway. It's going to just yeah. do it. So I'm not attacking your fat with cardio. I'm attacking your fat with diet and lifting. Yeah. No, that, that, that does that. I mean, that's kind of what I, you know, I get it. That's why I get paid the big bucks uh, <laughs> is, is I take, I take that away from, from your, cause that's something you'll never be able to figure out. Yeah, that's why, that's why these diets online. A big mistake people make is they think they can pull something off the internet. Yeah, like, that internet has nothing. To, that diet has nothing to do with your gender. Has nothing to do with your age. Has nothing to do with what you're doing in the gym. Has nothing to do with your ethnicity. Has nothing to do with your bone structure. Has yeah. nothing to do with you. It's just good luck. Hope it works. You know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, and we've talked before about how like paleo diets, you know, I've done those many times and that's what I've usually used in the past to get lean. And but you're right, I get tired whenever I go to work out and it was really hard to work out and have energy throughout the day by doing those diets. 
I had an ex-girlfriend call me not too long ago and she's like, I'm, I'm dieting and I, I put on, I'm putting weight on. And as I get older and she's always worked out, always worked out, but she's getting older. And, you know, she's like, you know, slowly I'm putting on a couple pounds a year and I went on this diet and it, and she, she sent me the diet and I looked at it and I text back, you have got to be starving. <laughs> <laughs> And she was like, shoot, the other day, I couldn't even go to the gym. She goes, I had to like, I had to eat something. I, I was like, oh my God. I, yeah. I, said, I said, this is not going to, she goes, and it ain't working. I'm like, of course this ain't working. I said, they're starving you. I said, this isn't designed for you. I don't know who this is designed for, but it's designed for you. <laughs> you, know, you can't work out. And a lot of those diets that they put up, if a diet, you know that the HCG diet, which I mm -hmm. cannot stand, but a lot of people do it. If, a, if, if if they tell you that doing this diet, you cannot work out, do not work out, don't do the diet. Yeah. Because they're basically saying, you ain't going to have any energy doing this. Yeah. So don't go to the gym because you'll probably pass out. And they're absolutely, you'll probably go hypo in the gym and pass out. Yeah. No diet should tell you you can't exercise while you do it. That is a horrible idea. And wow. if you're if you're eating and dieting and you're and you're miserable, it's not going to work because you're not going to keep doing it. I, you know, no one's going to do something that makes them miserable. And and I'm not, I'm not talking about I want to eat pizza. That's not that the misery I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about you eat, you eat, and you're looking around like I don't have energy for this. I'm grumpy all the time because when you you, you notice this, the mm -hmm. only time you're grumpy is right before it's time to eat. <laughs> But once you eat, you're fine. Yeah, we get hangry at my house. So when somebody's hangry, we got to eat. So and that's what you're supposed to eat. You know, most people, that's another mistake people make is they don't actually know when to eat. You eat when you're hangry. When that blood sugar is low, you're supposed to eat. Most people eat because they think they're hungry or they yeah. feel hungry. No, that's not when you eat. You eat when you know you're hungry. And that's when the stomach is like, when the stomach is really talking. And then you have to eat a certain way, certain amount, a certain portion size. And then it happens again. And it shouldn't take all day. It should happen within two and a half to three hours. Yeah. If it's taking four hours for a meal to, to process, that means your metabolism is slow. Either you ate too much or your metabolism is just slow and it needs to build. Now, most people, if they don't have any thyroid issues or anything like that, I can change around. I can speed their metabolism up in a couple of days just by how I feed them. Yeah. But if you have a problem, that might change. That might not be the case. I had a girl that had a thyroid problem. Once we got the meds right, she lost all the weight. Wow. Uh, and a lot of people who think they have thyroid problems don't. <laughs> There's all these excuses out there, right? They're like, oh, it's probably my thyroid. <laughs> I have to sacrifice all this food. Like everything we've talked about, like those are just excuses that people make. So they don't, they don't have to put in the work, right? <laughs> I had a girl, Allison. I love Allison. I, I would train her for like a 30, a 35 and over contest and 40. And she looked great. She reminds me of you a little bit. Y'all have the same kind of frame a little bit. <laughs> she, when we first started, I looked at her skin and I was like, your skin is thick. I said, you got to cut the dairy out. You, you know, you drink too much dairy. She was like, what? She goes, no, 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 no. Thick skin runs in my family. I'm like, first of all, nobody runs in your family. <laughs> She's like, shut up. <laughs> But uh, I said, no, 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 no. It's, it's your diet. About six weeks later, when her skin thinned out and she was like, oh, girls, I'm like, you didn't know. <laughs> She's, and then we still laugh at that. was like 25. We still laugh at that. She's like, remember I said he runs in my family? <laughs> we all have thick skin in my family. Yeah. 
because y'all all eat the same food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to use that excuse when I was younger because I always played sports when I was younger. And so I just, and most of my friends were way littler than I was. They were smaller in size and and I did build muscle a little bit faster, but I also ate a lot more when I was younger, right? And so I would say stuff like that all the time. Be like, yeah, I think I'm big boned, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, big bone. I would say it's a big bone hanging over your belt there. I ain't no bone. I ain't no bone hang like that. Bones, the bones hang. I ain't no bones hang. You need to drink less milk. Your bones are hanging. Oh, yeah. Way too much. You got extra bones. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. We all make those excuses, right? At different points in time. And it's whatever will get us past having to make the decision, having, having to make the choice to really to say, I'm ready to do this because it really does take that mindset. And I know I talk about this all the time, but that's been huge for me because I tried to do it for so many years. And all of a sudden now, like I can actually have my mind right to do it and actually put the work in because five years ago, I wouldn't have been able to do this. I was talking to somebody this morning about that. And I say, you know, the same people that complain, like people say, oh, I can't lose weight or I can't do this or I can't do that. Um, exercise doesn't work for me. All of these things that they say. And I'm like, well, that person over there that lost 200 pounds, they said that too until they stopped saying that. Yeah. Every person you know that has lost, I'm telling you right now, anyone you know that's lost over 50 pounds has had to make a big change in their life. Yeah. It's not easy to do, to lose 50 pounds. Now, if you're like me, like bodybuilding, we, we're planning it. But if this is, you know, through life, you just happen to get over 50 pounds, 60 pounds, to lose it, you have to make a change. And I'm not talking about going to have lap band surgery. That's not a change. I'm talking about somebody who actually did the work, worked it off, changed their lifestyle, that's hard. Changing your life, you know why changing your lifestyle is so hard? There's two, first of all, there's a big lie out there. It takes 21 days to change a habit. Lie. That is the biggest lie ever. <laughs> okay. I had clients that kept their weight off for six years and the minute I moved out of Palm Springs, they put it back on. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah some of them, because they never they never changed their mind. Yeah. They changed their habit and they, they had to answer to me. So yeah. as long as they were answering to me, they had a reason. Once I left, they didn't have nobody to answer to anymore. So yeah. they have to change. You have to actually change your mind and make a decision. This is how I'm doing things going forward. I'm not doing those things anymore. You know, yeah. an alcoholic has to do that. The same thing, drugs and alcohol, cigarettes. Everybody look at, looks at those afflictions and they all get that. Yeah. You know, just like with cheating, when people say, well, I get a cheat day. I'm like, I don't know. Do alcoholics get a cheat day? <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome way of looking at it. I've never really thought about it that way. I don't think the tenth, I don't think the tenth step is a shot of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> do I get a shot on Saturdays? Of course you do, Bill. No, you don't. Because that's your pro alcohol is your problem. Food yeah. is your problem. So yeah. since food is your problem, I'm not giving you cheat days. Yeah. Now, once you establish a, a change in your lifestyle and you're doing things the right way and you're in shape, now if you do a little slice of pizza, it's not going to affect you that bad yeah. because you're not the same person and it's not going to keep calling you. Right now, it's calling you. I have to take that equation. I have to take, have to take yeah. that out of the equation. 
It's yeah, just you don't real. Want to relapse and eat five pizzas instead of just a slice. Yeah, right? it's too easy. It's too easy yeah. to, to, to relapse with food because everyone's around you eating. Everywhere people are eating. And you don't have it in your head that it's really bad for you, like alcohol or drugs, right? Right. It's just a slice of pizza. It's just a slice of pizza. I mean, it really just is a slice of pizza. However, it's not with you. Yeah. <laughs> with you, it's more than just a slice of pizza. Because yeah. what it is is this is I love pizza. I love pizza. I can't tell you the last time I had a slice. Because I know what that does. I know where that takes me. So when I'm in great shape, you'll see me get my slice of pizza. Like right now, I'm trying to drop. I dropped about four. I'm going to drop another six or seven because I just want to. I want to feel a certain way. I'm not doing that stuff because I'm trying to get to a certain place. Once I'm at my place and I'm good and I'm like, okay, now I can go ahead and do something like that. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't play games with food. I know what takes me in a direction I don't want to be. And it's not even about good or bad. It's, is that the direction you want to go or not? Yeah. If that's not the direction you want to go, this isn't going to help you. Like, I, I hate the term good and bad when it comes to food. Oh, that's bad. That's no, it's not bad. It's just not going to help you. It's not going to serve your purpose. Yeah. A potato isn't bad. A slice of bread isn't bad unless you're trying to lose weight. <laughs> but if you're not trying to lose weight, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Like, for people who are trying to put weight on, eat. Eat pizza. Well, I eat think beer. Too, we put on like all these negative feelings towards those things. Right. And so I don't think people can get past that mindset of thinking that, well, I, it's going to hurt so bad. I have to do that sacrifice that we talked about. Right. And they put, they place so many pains with having to eat healthy when really that's all part of that mindset and just believing you really have to truly believe that you're making a change for yourself that you want to do. And you want, I had a, I had a talk with my PT yesterday. And it is so funny when you talk to people because they, most people don't do what I do for a living. So they don't hear these conversations as much as I do. Yeah. I've been working with women for over, over two decades. I've heard it all. Okay. And I had to understand, okay, I can either go with them or give them another way to look at this. Because if I, if I don't change the way they look at this, they're going to struggle for their entire lives. So she was sitting there going, well, and, she, and I've heard it's well, diet, you know, maybe you should use a different word than diet. And I go, no, I'm not going to use a different word than diet. You need to stop looking at the word diet in, a, in the wrong way. Yeah. Don't tell them. This is what people want. This is just the truth. People want the world to accommodate their insecurities instead of changing yeah. their, instead of changing their insecurity. The world's never going to line up for you. The world's never going to go, okay, Idris, if you stand there and Sheree, you stand there. Okay. Nobody move. <laughs> I'm good. Nobody move. Idris, you moved. You messed my day up. Like, it's never going to happen. <laughs> so you have to actually go, okay, how do I fit in this world? Yeah. The word diet is about whatever you put in your mouth. Whether it's vegetables or it's pizza or it's beer, that's your diet. Yeah. So it's not a bad word, okay? Dieting isn't a bad word because sometimes we need to go on a certain type of diet. If I have yeah. cardiovascular disease, I need to go on a cardiovascular diet. I need to watch my sodium. If I have, you know what I'm saying? So if I'm yeah. diabetic, I have to go on. So the word diet isn't bad, but people make it a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So they, so in their minds, they're going to make this word all of a sudden 
this one word control their entire existence instead of going, no, I just need to eat better. I need yeah. to eat a diet that takes me in the direction I want to be in. If yeah. I want to lose weight, I need to eat. My diet needs to be equal to weight loss. If I'm going to gain weight, my diet needs to be geared to gain weight gain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm taking this diet and I'm gearing it to what I want. When you do a cookie diet or this diet or pill, those are called fads. It's not a diet. That's a fad because it doesn't work for long. I love you that you use that. I love that you use the word fad every time we talk about this because that's what it is. And people is. where that negative feeling towards diets come from. Yeah, take the, that. Diet is not a fad. Fad is a fad. And yeah. fad is the cookie diet, the grapefruit diet, the cabbage diet, this diet, paleo diet, blah, blah, blah. Those are all because they don't last. You can't keep doing it. I always tell people you're picking a temporary, um, a temporary tool for a permanent solution. You can't keep that going. And what happens to everybody? They go on these things, and what happens? I stop. Why'd you stop? Because I couldn't keep doing it. Then why'd you do it at all? Exactly. Why did you do it at all? Well, because my friend says you lost weight real fast. Well, we all know fast weight loss ain't necessarily the best thing, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, then why did you do something that made you lose weight really fast when you can't, you can't keep up a grapefruit diet? You can't keep up a paleo. You can't keep it up. Yeah. So why even start it? I did a cabbage diet and I'll say probably my family wouldn't want to live with me for so long after doing the cabbage. You don't want your family, <laughs> you don't want to live with you. That's true. That's true. <laughs> You're like, you ever remember that movie Ace Ventura Pet Detective with a dude uh -huh. The first one when he went in the bathroom and then he yeah. stuck out and went to the shark tank. He got all wet and he was all, he was all knocking on the bathroom door. He comes back in and his clothes are all wet. And he's like, Woo, don't go in there. <laughs> yeah. like every you leave the bathroom. <laughs> it's not a pleasant one to be on. Yeah. It worked it, and I did well on it, but it's definitely, it's just proves yeah. that it's something that I wasn't ever going to be able to keep up. Right. No. I never, none of those fads are ever going to be something that you can keep up. It's not a, and that's not what a, I would love to change for everybody is help them see that dieting is not a bad word. And there's a lot of people that hate on other people for being on diets. And I think it's just because of that. Amazing. negative. Amazing. How many people do that? And I, that would, that would be the thing that I would love for most for people who listen to this is just to understand that, okay, if you want to be a certain person or be a certain body type, this is kind of the way that my husband and I have always thought about it with fitness is it's like, okay, well, that person looks really good, right? What are they doing to be at that level? If I want to be able to even think about wanting to look better myself, I got to do the things that even that person does, you know, like they're the reason why people look the way that they do and are as fit as they are is because they actually are intentionally making it happen. It wasn't just God's accident. Maybe. I mean, maybe God gave them this great body and they never you can look you can look good by accident. Because I did. When I was working out my beginning, I looked good because I was working so hard. But then when I started being when I tried to be specific, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I was like, I was like, okay. I just look good because I try really, really hard. Yeah. But I'm not. But I stopped getting better. I did. Was, yeah. was, was a limit. 
because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't yeah. really understand food. I didn't really understand how to train. I just trained really hard and I was reading books about diet. So I was like, okay, we'll cut this out, cut that out, and this will happen. So I would cut that out and something would happen. I didn't know why it happened. I didn't understand, you know, I didn't understand the details. To me, the biggest problem is, is people don't understand, like I'm doing with you. I'm trying to teach you why it works. Yeah. Why this type of style of training works. Why eating potatoes is different than eating yams, which is different than eating oatmeal, which is different than bread, which is different than pasta, which is, you know, why is fish and chicken different? When you eat it, what happens when I eat chicken? What, what's the process? When I eat chicken, what's the process? What's it all creating? How much insulin is being secreted when I eat this carb as opposed to that carb? And when I do eat this carb, why does that carb put weight on me and this one doesn't? Yeah. That's whole, come on, that's not easy to know. No. And that's all the things that I have to consider when I'm working with you. I have to go, okay, her body type, her age, her gender, her nationality, you know, all those things. Then I go, okay, what has she been doing? Because what she's been doing tells me why she looks like she is. Mm -hmm. Now, what do I have to change it to get to where she, the way she wants to look? What do I have to change from what she's currently doing to get it the way she wants to look? Now, yeah. you know that's, that can't be easy. No. <laughs> can't be easy. So if you're in the gym just winging it, that's why you're, you're unsuccessful. Yeah. And you guys, this is, I love that you just said that because if you guys want to have a personalized program, Coach Idris is the way to do it. Honestly, you, he has been such an amazing help to me and, and it has to be personalized. We've talked about this before, right? Idris and how you're kind of explaining what you're doing with me, but it's going to be different for every single body type, just like you're explaining. But why don't you tell them a little bit about your group? And I want to post a few of your videos or at least tag my page so that people yeah, can watch yeah. the video. Everything. Will, I'll tag you on them and then you can tag from there, I guess, right? Okay. I think okay. so. Um, yeah, I'll do the uh, I'll do the clean versus healthy eating, uh, yeah. the cardio queens, um, and the, I got a mindset, I have a couple of mindset videos. Um, but yeah, it's family. It's, uh, go to, just go to my, my Facebook page, Idris Wardell. Just go there. It's easiest. And then you can find my group right there at the top. You just click on it. Um, now, if you look up Idris Wardell, you might see me and my son. My son's name is Idris Wardell also, but you'll see him. He's a, he's a much handsomer young guy. I'm an old guy. So. Great singer, too. He's actually the, the singer. He's the one that she uses his music, actually. Uh, she's like, he has so much good. He's really good. I'm like, yeah, he's pretty freaking good. He has so many different genres. I love it. Yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. yeah, four different genres and good in all of them, ain't he? Jeez. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he was a, he he was a hard kid. Yeah, I also have links to your group on this okay. video as well. So you guys reach out if you want a personalized program with Adris. He's amazing. Yeah, join, the, join the group, you know, go through and look at some of the videos. Um, I'm going to get more active and putting more stuff up. Um, you know, you, you start running out of subjects and, and I don't want to get boring, but uh, I'm going to start putting some more stuff up. Just understanding the thing that's hard for people to get is it's not easy. It really isn't. And learning it the right way the first time is better than doing it wrong forever and having to change your habits. Yeah. Um, that is the that that's the hardest thing. Cause I've had people that have a hard time changing. Like you said, 
It was yeah. hard for me to wrap my mind around eating more is gonna lean me out. Eating more is gonna make me lean. It still blows my mind, even though like you described the process, I'm like, I, like yesterday I was starving all day and I kept eating and I'm like, I am gonna gain like five pounds. Then I woke up and I didn't gain any weight and I was, it just blows me away. And that's what I love about this topic. Pretty cool though, it's pretty cool. You're like, man, I can eat all of this and still be fine. Yeah. And think about this. And we're still trying to improve you. Once you're where you want to be, that's your life. Like you can honestly eat pretty much all day long and never gain a pound. That's why I tell people, if you really love food, then you're going to love this because I'm going to show you. We just got to tell you, we just got to show you the foods that work for you. Yeah. And I, and, and, but also you're changing. See, because the way you're doing it, the, what you're doing now is going to change as you get leaner. Because your metabolism is going to be higher, which means we got to change the way you eat. So, you know, and there's also things that, you know, I don't talk about that I do with my program that, you know, I'll be doing with you, but I won't necessarily be discussing them because they're my own little secret recipes. Yeah. But uh, it's the supplementation that I that I recommend Yeah. That, that a lot of trainers, a lot of people don't know about that are specifically for women. Yeah. And help women with cortisol levels and their hormones and the certain, the certain supplements that women have to take. Because there's about, honestly, five or six things that make you gain weight. And people only address diet and cardio. They never address all the other, the other five. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the other four or five. So if you're only addressing two of the five or six, that's why your weight's not changing. Because there's other things you're not considering. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing. Like when bodybuilders, we, we, we address all of it. Every, every possible thing that can make us retain water, we address. Wow. Yeah, it's not just diet and cardio. If it, think about it. If it was just diet and working out and cardio, everybody would be able to lean out. I see people in the gym all the time doing cardio, working hard, trying to eat better, and they don't lose a pound. Yeah. Happens all the time. 80% of the people, 8 out of 10 people go to the gym and don't change. Yeah. Eight out of 10. And all the people you see in the gym, they're not members. Most of the members don't even come. <laughs> gyms, I'm serious, gyms, gyms survive off the people that don't show up. Yeah. I told the gyms when I go, I go, I'm getting my money out of you, boy. You get, I'm getting I do remember I had the app for Vasa and it gave me a reminder. It says the last time you checked in was 352 days ago. And I was all, oh, I guess I need to go to the gym. <laughs> that was an embarrassing day for me. I'm all, yeah, I paid for that. <laughs> I'm like, gyms love you. People, gyms love people that don't show up. They're like, good, you can keep the lights on without using up our equipment. <laughs> I'm serious. Like there'll be 5,000 members and maybe a thousand use it. Seriously. Yeah. It's a crazy number. How many people don't actually use their memberships? Yeah. I've read the first of the year, that first two weeks of the year. Oh yeah. You can't get into the gym. It's like a line. Then by about yeah. March, it's, it's, it weeds out. And this, time of year, and this time of year, everybody's gone. Yep. <laughs> it was a good idea. It was a good idea. <laughs> Was a good idea until I sweat, and then it was a little too Hey, Dries, hey, I got a vacation in a month. Can I get? Can I lose forty pounds? Right. Uh, <laughs> you cut your leg off. That's forty. That's about forty pounds. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, this has been fun today. I loved everything that we talked about today. I think this was a lot of amazing information for everybody. But thank you so much, Coach Dries, and You're welcome. I can't wait for our next conversation. We're going to have more fun. So yeah, let's, do a, let's, do a, let's do another workout next week. And then Monday, we'll talk about some life stuff. I don't know, but 
the whole the school shootings and stuff like that. I think that's a subject we can get into because I'm, yeah. so, I'm so tired yeah. of that. You know, so heartbreaking. But yeah. But yeah. okay. Thanks, Coach Adrius. You have a wonderful weekend. Right. See you guys <laughs> later. See you on my page. Come to my page, guys. Yep. <laughs> Hey, you guys, this was really fun today. I hope that you guys got some of your questions answered. I know that a few of you reached out and such great information in almost everything I used to do to diet, to lose weight, to gain muscle. Almost everything I was doing was wrong. That's crazy, right? Almost every single thing I was doing was wrong. And I was trying, I was doing the same things over and over again and trying to get different results. And we all know how that goes, right? But I want you guys to know how amazing Coach Idris is. And you'll get to know him by going to his page and being a part of his group. It is an amazing place to be a part of because he has some great information and everybody needs to learn it. So um, I just really want to hope that you guys are still working on your goals. Reach out. Let me know what you guys are struggling with because I'd like to help you get the information that you need. And you guys have a wonderful Memorial weekend and keep it up. Keep up the good work. See you guys.